Here we go. Oh, yeah. Finally. <laughs> Finally. We've made it. And, and there's bonus content. We'll be on Fox League. Um, when is it? 11 o'clock on Saturday nights. Now, don't think we're moving up in the world. Well, we kind of are, but we're paying for it. So it's an ad, but with our ugly mugs. And you know you, you, you know, it's a special day and we want to impress for our first Fox League appearance because look at the – you've actually dressed up for the show. <laughs> Can I just say something to our – look, we're a broad team, right? There's not just three of us. There's three also behind there, right? Oh, here we go. Joel Cam, Alex, Suze. Yeah. But when you said this ugly crew, yes. why did our good people behind cut immediately to me? <laughs> why did that happen? I, 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 hey. Straight away, I saw the cut shot. Let's get to Kane. Instinct is never wrong. Mm. Dogs have instinct. They're yeah. never wrong. People have instinct, and they're usually never wrong. But, but, but I mean, these Chambre 1990 shirts, what's Sh- going on? Chambre? Yeah. <laughs> that's the Chambre. Right. And well, what's got, that? This is the linen. I got that's told. Linen. And that's linen. And that's the... That's, linen, linen is the fat man's that's best like friend. Sorry, cotton. That's, that's yeah. linen. Yeah, but I've worn this every second week, so mm. I, I haven't changed behaviour. Right. I, I hope you're not going to go showbiz now, but we've made it albeit paying for it, on, <laughs> you know, paid television. Yeah. I hope you have, you're not going to change. I hope we're going to give people the same uh, cutting-edge commentary on social issues. Dribble, no, no stuff it. I'm, I'm selling out. We've hit the big time. Yeah. I'm going large. It's collars and it's shirt and Look, collars. Look, he's man. had the beard adjusted and manicured <laughs> oh, no. perfectly. He's just for men. Yep. Just, just in time. Oh, you've had it. You've Cut had it. it. You've get, had a, it. get a real tight shot of that guy. I'll Look tell you what, the, the sculpturing of the beard, we're getting to NBA standards. <laughs> Please. I mean, it's and the, and the slick at the back of oh, the hair. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to have that Some hair, Some say I, I, it was a bit of a rebrand. Last oh. couple of years, I mean, yeah, had a shaved oh. head for for a while. Yeah, just needed the Sean, rebrand. Don't ever, don't please don't use that term rebrand. <laughs> the brand, the brand, oh, isn't the brand. that one of the great names? The brand. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy your final week before we get going? Yeah, had a, we, wifey and I went to Ice House and uh, James Rain Pete Murray concert. Mm, wow. was, it was that magnificent. Magnificent. Did you day have out. to sit down the whole time? Was it? A bit well, weird? well, this is the thing. You were supposed to sit down the whole time. And Jason Stevens, to his credit, his job was the he was the MC. So every <laughs> half an hour, be like, can you imagine people? There's thousands of people there. They're all in the source. Oh, righto, guys. It's yeah, it's a great concept. But you sit down and people go, righto, Jace, no problems. <laughs> you know? we, have, we haven't had a case in two months. Yeah, was well, this in Sydney? There was a bit of a conspiracy theory, actually, where they reckon that the promoters would have known the terms originally, but they didn't promote it because they were fearful that people may not have taken up the concert if that was the original terms. That was the conspiracy theory floating around. But you know what? It was a magnificent night. And to think the likes of Ice House Mm -hmm. and uh, James Rain, they've been knocking out songs for the best part of 40 years. Doesn't James Rain look fit and still super fit? And, And so do the Ice House crew. It was magnificent. I saw Springsteen a few years ago. It it made you it makes you self conscious. Here's a bloke who's, who was mid sixties, yeah. punching out three and a half hours. Yeah. And I was with a mate, and he's and he's going, "How is he doing this?" And then he took off his shirt, and then he and he was ripped like you wouldn't believe. He's going, yeah. "Oh, I see. He's a fit bastard." Yeah. Uh, what did you do on your last weekend? I was down in Melbourne actually for a, had a so friend's wedding, like friend's wedding there. down there. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the shout out, Dan. No, uh, friends got married down there in the Yarra Valley, great part of the world, the Yarra Valley actually. Um, on Friday, so I was in uh, all sorts for the recovery session yeah. on, on Saturday. Um, so Hasn't enjoyed the enjoyed the week session. Off. Hasn't the recovery session become almost as big as the wedding yep. these days? You couldn't get me. I, I'm I'm no Terry Lamb. I can't back up. 
No. I've got you've got We've one night age. in me, yep. and I'm, I'm out. <laughs> but hang on, you've got the rehearsal into the wedding, into the recovery session. Mm. Like it, it's it's and and more often than not, destination wedding. Yeah, and more often than not, the <clears throat> the party generally have a night out the night before. Mm. Well, so yeah, this was this was the problem. Yeah. So the yeah friends of the of the bridal party, we all had a session Thursday night, so we were bugging on Friday, get through the wedding, get back on it, you're almost hitting your straps again. Big night Friday night, and then you have to front up Saturday for the recovery session. So it's it, it's a marathon, but it was all about it was the bride and groom that were running that were really up and about for the Saturday because they had they were busy the day before yeah. doing the round seeing families. So they were bang up for it. So we had to sort of, they were dragging that us That makes along. sense. My mm. wife only found out last year. So we've been married 16 years now at the end of this month. And she rang me the night before the wedding and she said, oh, how's it all going? And I said, oh, look, I'm in bed about to go to sleep. This is about 9.30 at night. I'm pumped for the big day the next day. She only learned this about a year ago where about an hour later, my best mate, Pricey, turns up, drags me out of bed. Mm. And we didn't get home till about 4 a.m. the next day. Oh. And and for 15 years, my wife, which is true what happened, I did go to bed at 9.30. For 15 years, she thought that I'd woke up bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Oh, you, and you all-nighted? Yeah. Yeah, but you march on. The, <laughs> but you the adrenaline. For 15 years. He'll know in the next six months when he gets married. You know, like the adrenaline. So I get that. It's a great day, your wedding. But hang on, you said for 15 years she was unaware. Well, she just, she just, it wasn't like I was hiding it from no, her. No, no, it I just, understand. It just, and how did she react when you told her? Oh, we're talking yeah. about like, you know, wedding days. And, and Price said, oh, what about your wedding? And she said, well, what do you mean? And you said you were in bed at 9.30, which was true, mm. but I just didn't <laughs> realise It was the true for 15 it. minutes. Yeah. 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 Hasn't Friday night overtaken – I think Saturday is your premium wedding day, right? Mm. Prime time. But I think Friday night's overtaken Sunday. Friday night? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because then you've got – especially a destination. Well, destination's usually Saturday and then you've, you've got Sunday and then get back whenever. But the Friday night – it seems to be a very popular time slot because it allows the whole weekend yeah. to celebrate. Sunday's what a sun, Sunday wedding. You're Sunday about. weddings were big for a long time, Sean. You're too young. You're too young. Yeah. The Sunday wedding was. We got married on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you now, Friday night, far more. Well, far Friday, more save a bit of Spondula as well. Much mm. cheaper. Well, Friday, Friday. Sorry, when I say Friday night, I mean Friday, yeah, and Friday into, into the, night. the Friday yeah. night. Can I tell you, if you're getting married, Sean, right, <laughs> this is a great advice because your actual wedding, right, so if you look forward down the track, your life changes, you start meeting parents of your kids and, you know, kids' mates and those sorts of things. And you. Your circle for your wedding would be very, very different. And everyone would say this mm. to what your actual wedding day was, right? Yes. It's a very, very different set of circumstances, right? You'd almost get a start at this one, right? You didn't get a start at the last one, but you go close this time, right? Thanks. <laughs> only, only close. <laughs> <laughs> I got told once, oh, yeah. you're first reserve. Oh, shadow reserve. So, you know, I think, um, well, we no longer talk, but not no. because of that. <laughs> but my point is, what my wife did, which was a great thing, she surprised me on our 10-year anniversary and we got remarried. Ah. Right. I don't know if you need to do the whole marry part again, but most certainly have the um, the reception. Yeah, the piss up. <laughs> the the um, um, uh, what's the thing that you uh, the reception? Yeah, the reception. But no, I was thinking of the gazebo. Like yeah, the, that's the image I've got. Yes. You renew your vows in a gazebo, and then you get pissed. That's, yes, that's right. That's basically it. Is I, I would recommend that strongly. Yes. Okay. Very good. Mm. Um, now. 
I think we have to talk about the big story of the week before we get to footy, and that's the Megan or Megan interview. Mm. Do we save it for Bambi? Because what I've got to say is Bambi worthy. Oh, absolutely. It feels like it feels like Bambi. Areas. Let's go. Uh, I believe very little <laughs> of what Megan Markle says. Now, the genius of Megan Markle knows how to play the game. Knows. That if she goes down the path, and I don't have an opinion on on this aspect of the interview, but when you're talking about suicidal thoughts, that can't be questioned, mm. and nor should it be. I don't know if she did or didn't, but I. But the problem is, if everything else I think is fake, doesn't that mean I can question every aspect of the interview? I yep, found the well whole said. thing. I found the whole thing um, a production uh, that Oprah was in on. There are little aspects. I mean, to, to say that you never Googled, I mean, we Google ourselves yeah, and we're nobodies. Absolutely. You don't think, and she didn't know Prince Harry. I'll be go. Oh, whoa, hey. whoa, whoa, whoa. Did she say that? I think she said she had to Google him. She had to Google him. Oh, leave me family. alone. I didn't watch the whole thing, I'll be honest. I, and here was the thing. Leave me alone. After I'd watched all the news at six o'clock, I didn't feel like I needed to watch. No, you didn't have to. Yeah. I thought I've got the best bits here, mm. but 1.3 million or more actually watched it on Channel 10. So uh, plenty of people were interested. But um, you know the Elaine meme? Fake, fake, fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I was thinking when I saw the bits. And how whipped is Prince Harry? Yeah, he's yeah. completely got he's how oh, whipped he? is Prince yeah. Harry? Poor Harry. It's he, a very. I mean, was the, that's was a guy you want to have a beer with. Yeah, he was. Well, he was the lovable one, wasn't he? But now he's a bit. You're not going to get him out for a beer, are you? And here's the thing: if you're going to make racial allegations, and I believe them, by the way, when she said that, you got to name. I'm sorry, you got to name the person. I don't care if Prince Philip's on his deathbed at 99. If it's him, you mm. got to say it's him. Yeah. If it's part of someone from the firm, you've got to say it's them. Same royal multi. If, if you had to say whether <laughs> Meghan and Harry was still. A couple in 10 years' time. I, well, I said... Uh, uh, what are you saying? When I think they're in it together now. No, I, no I, 10 years' time. Hang on, hang on. Let me just talk here, Joel. <laughs> when they got married, I said to Sturlow on here, I give it seven years. Mm. And he oh, you can't say that. I said, she's trouble. Yeah. She's trouble. I can pick him. She's a problem. But he has he has aligned with her. Now, now something's going to happen, whether it's to the Prince Charles or, or the Queen that's going to bring the family back together. And that maybe then that's mm. when he'll have a decision to make. I, you- I, I, I have question marks because I think Meghan is all about her celebrity. Yep. And if she was as good an actress on Suits as she was... In the Oprah interview, she may have been the movie star she wanted to be. Tell you who's Thank loving, you, my band tell you who's loving all this focus on, on Harry Meghan. Prince Andrew. Oh, oh yeah. Ha- hasn't he just... No, we don't hear about him anymore. Well, that's yeah. a proper potential crim. <laughs> potential? <laughs> Epstein Island. Just to finish off what your thing, What happened to the too? woman, by the way? Ghislaine or whatever. I mean, hasn't that case gone quietly because mm. she hasn't been knocked off yet no, no she's I, think, I think we all expect the news story that Ghislaine Maxwell is that her name Ghislaine Maxwell so, yeah. that uh, you know has died in suspicious circumstances now just further to your point and this is not necessarily just to rugby league players but but it is to sporting people how many people who – this is not necessarily a Bambi, but mine's coming. Hang on, don't, don't take a No, shot. but I'm you, saying that how many people – They can be referred to as wags quite often. But oh. if you interviewed most wags in any sport, most would say, I had no idea they did that sport. Bullshit. 
There is a there is no, but I, they would say that, wouldn't they? They would say that. Now, what I'm saying is, that I, it's garbage yeah. because there are a collection of women who desire to be a wag, and I'll take anyone. I'll take any cricketer. I'll take any famous footballer. I want the wag lifestyle. There is. And the dags. We've got to these days do both things. There's also the, the dags, the, the guys who are chasing. Don't qualify. No. <laughs> what, qualify, what, to be a wife? To be the husband of a netballer? What sort of lifestyle oh, is that going to get you? You're just digging yourself. <laughs> dig, just keep digging, Dan. Mate, International <laughs> Women's Day was Monday. Yeah. Okay, we've moved past that. By the way, some of the tokenism on International Women's Day of announcements being made are disgraceful. Grace, can't you see it for what it is? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the announcements. That, I mean, I mean, put the shovel down. Yeah, just shovel. I tried to get out of this. We've got 73 statues of cricketers, male cricketers, but we've got none of female cricketers. Who, who, who made who, who made that point? Said, well, this has got to change. It should be Belinda Clark, by the way, if yeah. we're going to have one. It doesn't Putting a female statue doesn't hurt anyone. I don't particularly care. But this idea that on International Women's Day, we have to take a stand. Mm. That's my Bambi. Sean Ormerod, can you, can you, <laughs> well, you've let us down no, often no, no, on the no, Bambi I'm, I'm going to go here because my Bambi is actually someone on this panel and it's not you, oh, wow. Joel Kane. Oh, now, I just need to clarify something before I start this. Good friend of the of the show, Natalie Unides, on Twitter alerted oh, me. Yes. I had a drink with her the other day in well, Melbourne. Well, this is where it might have all stemmed from. Yes. Now, I just want to clarify this wasn't lost in translation, but she yeah. made the accusation yes. that one Daniel Ganane yes. has never eaten a chicken parmigiana. Now, yeah. what, was it, it lost in translation? Is it a parma or a parmi? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Have you ever eaten... A chicken parmigiana. I may have had one 15 years ago or something, but I don't believe in the concept of chicken parmigiana. I think if you're that desperate for cheese and red sauce, have pizza. And if a schnitzel can't stand up on its own, it's not worth having. If you need to hide a schnitzel, and chicken snitty, highly overrated, pay the extra, get the beef or the veal. Right, but if you need to drown a schnitzel in cheese and red sauce, I'm sorry, it's not worth having. Well, that, no, I'm sorry, it's a disgrace that yeah. you've only had 15 years ago and you haven't gone back to the well. It's a, now, this term gets bandied around a fair bit, un-Australian, but that's un-Australian. Yeah, I'm with to, you there. When did it become it. Australian to have a chicken parmi? It's not an Australian food. Chicken parmesan is Australian. It, no, it, it's not. It you is. go to a pub in Australia that does not have chicken parmesan on the menu. menu. No, I'm saying that they have it. They also have steak on the menu. Yeah. Right. I'll take the steak over the chicken parmi or parma. Thank you very much. No, and that's also one of the most boring arguments. Is it parmi or parma? I'll tell you, the, the only thing more boring is something I almost introduced to this show. Thank God I didn't. Best sports movie of all time. I mean, that's one of the great cliches. Yeah. Is it a parmi or Well, it depends yeah. where you live, for God's sake. <laughs> So what is it? I don't know. <laughs> you don't need in Sydney, it. it's one thing. In Melbourne, it's another. Okay, I'm going to do this for the first time. I've never done this, but I'll qualify it by saying I had my uh, – you, you taught me to write in your notes so you don't forget things. Yes. So yes, I put yes, it in my yes, notes what yes. I wanted to do. Yes. But I only later learned that a another podcast, right, off the bench, Hutchie said this, right? Oh, it's, on, it's your boss, everyone. Yeah, so no, that's, let, that's fine. No, that's no, fine. let's just take that. When <laughs> yeah. you, there's a suck-up coming No, in there's somewhere. no suck-up coming. Yeah. But, well, the, the, the whole thing is around <laughs> being a suck-up, actually. Yeah. So Off the bench. He, is that the Dead Set Legends ripoff? Uh, yes, it is. I don't know about that. I doubt it. But anyway, so... Saturday morning what show. He talks about, Dead Set what he talks ripoff. about, right, is... He calls it bruising. Right, so Bruce come out last week. He's retiring from calling the AFL, mm. and 
all these people come out, and again on social media I'm on the attack, where they're pumping up Bruce, but it's really a way to get yep. themselves involved. Yeah, yeah, well yeah, said. Yeah. Yep. I agree. That, you know, yeah, that is... That yes. is well said. Yes. Oh, here we go. This <laughs> okay, we're not on level nine. Six to go play on. Hey, right? Was that a fire drill? Only for level nine. So level nine's on fire. Bruce is up on level nine. Um, Hang on, how was that coming through a television studio? I don't know. Anyway, six to go play on. So are you with me there? Where oh, pe- oh, people, it's there, there's something that's glory. happening and they've got to get them. It's really just about. In what way? Me. A photo with Bruce or a yeah. photo with the celeb and yeah. that, that sort of stuff. Like, for example, if Rabs, per- yeah. if Rabs was to retire at the end of the year, right? Mm. People just can't say, congratulations, Rabs, what a great career. Though It would have to be a photo with them and Rabs, yeah. or it would have to be, you know, I remember Rabs and I did this, or yeah. just, just just promote the man himself, yep. or, or woman herself. Yep. 100. Well said, Joel. Yeah. Well Brucing. Said. Brucing. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we are, our department behind the scenes are a bit panicky at the moment. <laughs> They're asking us to take a break just in case that fire drill actually does affect us. Right. So we're going to come back right after this. Fabian Frothics, final routine in the rhythmic spillnastics. Hope you're thirsty, Australia. Change from four drinks, don't see that often. Taking credit for his round now. Lovely pint pirouette, especially on this sticky floor. Into his trademark schooner shuffle. Extra hops. Now serve it up, son. Yes! All thriller, no spiller. Another make-it-look-easy moment from Sportsbet. Sort of... Okay, we got the all clear. We're going to keep going. Now, that's a typical sports bet ad. I'll tell you what deserves Bambi treatment. Mark Wahlberg's Ladbrokes ads <laughs> are the worst ads I've seen in a long, long time. Now, I know they're a competitor, but some, listen, sometimes your competitors come up with good ads. I don't understand the concept. I don't understand why he'd do it, apart from probably half a million dollars with the promise never to be seen on US soil. But he's some idiot called Mike Iceberg. Mm. <laughs> How is that going to promote a single person who want to have a bet? I'll tell you a way to promote a bet. I picked up, I got a Quinella the other day on sports bet, and I got the best tote. That's something that should be promoted. <laughs> I won four hundred dollars more than I should have because sports bet very generously gave me best tote, and you didn't have to pay me half a million dollars to look like an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. We done? <laughs> uh, well, yes. Uh, Are you yes. done? A league, uh, I mean, we better talk about rugby league at some point. Not a, not a huge week in news. Um, not really. Although uh, I see the Adam Reynolds thing's coming to a head. I think, I think South are going to listen to you, Joel, and give him that extra year just to nip the thing in the bud. And I get the sense that Russell Crowe's timely meeting, mm. timely push-bike expedition from Woolloomooloo to Redfin... Um, might result in that being stitched up. Give him an extra year, make him happy. We can win the comp this year. So it looks like you're on the money there. I think so. What do you think, Sean? It's a dead set window. And the more I look at this competition, there's probably two or three teams who can have a tilt this year. Mm. And they are in a legitimate window. You need everyone happy. Yeah, I think we said a couple of weeks ago when it first sort of aired, it, was there much in it? I don't think so. I think it was more of a media beat up than an in-house. Oh, thing. no, no. It was so, real. Oh, uh, when you've got one, hang on, one party saying I only want 
I, I want three years and another party saying I want a year, neither. But that's a story. Yeah, of course it is. That's a story, sure. Yeah, no, it's a story. It's not the evil media. No, no, no. It's a it's a story for the media. No, but I don't but know it if was, it wasn't a big issue in house, is what I'm saying. I don't think. No, but I, I, think, had to work I, think, I think Joel was right. It could have been one. But mm. yes, they'll nip that in the bud. Yeah. And and if uh, if South signed him to two years and say he gets injured or he just falls off a cliff, it's Okay, they've overpaid for one year. Yep. That's fine. Uh, the Cooper Cronk story. My goodness, wasn't he impressive defending himself? But I've got to be honest, it only comes down to one thing. He's uh, paid to be an assistant coach of the Roosters. He did some corporate stuff for Melbourne and um, spent five minutes with Jerome Hughes and Munster in the spine. Isn't this simply about one thing? Did the Roosters know and were they fine with it? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes to both questions... The story's done. That's right. And that's what they're saying, both clubs, right? So Robbo's saying he's, he knew about it, he was transparent, mm. and he's saying that. Yes. However, what I'll challenge is, and if they're fine with it, what, who cares what I, we I think do about find it? it strange that the Roosters waited till Monday to put out a press release. They could have nipped it in the yeah. butt a few days earlier. But anyway, they say they're fine with it, and to me, that's all that matters. Yes. But let's fast forward to round 22. And first versus second, Melbourne Storm versus the Roosters, they're both on their way to the finals, right? Maybe we're in the finals now. Do you think Cooper's still turning up at both clubs? Of course not. No. No, there'll be one team who... He may be going to one team, but it will be one team only. He will not mm. be going to two teams very, very deep into this competition. No, I don't think so. I think, it's, if anything, it's more of an off-season... And it's, I don't even see it as a coaching role. It's probably just a bit of advice for the halves about certain aspects of their game. But I don't think there's anything to it. But fair enough to ask the question. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 it was did have a, a bit of a smell about it. It was a story. And it, and made it deserved the, the prominence it received. Yeah. But then he answered the questions brilliantly the yep. other night on Fox. And that was it was good television. And, and that was the end of it. Um, Anything else we need to cover? I think we've uh, the, the big issues have been no, yeah, obviously no footy last weekend. That was the one. It's the weekend off where no one plays. Some fascinating teams. Now, what we're going to do because um, we uh, didn't have the over un- the team over unders and the try scorer. Oh, hello. <laughs> Let's have a listen, everyone. Let's play level bingo. What level now? Yes. So it was, it was a drill. Yeah. yeah. It was a fire drill. No try. No try. Wow. <laughs> Play on. Okay. All right. Well, that was exciting. Um, so we, we've got to do the <clears throat> wins over under and the top try scorers for yep. each team. We'll rip through them as we do these games. And we start, gents, with I think the best season opener we've had in a long, long time. Normally they've put – they've sort of shoehorned Brisbane in there to get the big ratings. And um, – and it didn't matter really who they – Brisbane versus Sydney team was usually the format. Well, you've got two huge rating teams. Melbourne do rate when there's no AFL. And also, more importantly, two absolute gun sides. Yep. This I, this is the way you open a season, isn't Absolutely. it? Well, Vossi mm-hmm. put it well, I thought. He said he thinks the first game of the year will be the last game of the year. Could no be. one would be surprised. If that's the grand final, no one is shocked. No. So you see there, uh, Sean Ormerod. Storm are favourites. Uh, now, it shouldn't be surprising because they have such a formidable home record uh, and, and such a formidable round one record. <laughs> How many such times are we going to hear that? Oh, that that'll be the number one stat Such this a week. formidable record against... Well, I think the South record's the that's more e- That's equally way. as fascinating, that stat. Yeah. Having not won... 15 years or S- longer. 16 in the, Melbourne. Uh, 
Yeah. Owen's 16. That includes all the grounds. The toilet that was Olympic Park. Yep. yep. Remember that dump of a ground? Did you ever play there? <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. Oh, Got yuck. lapped there many times. What an <laughs> awful ground. Um, although, although for a ground that was built in the 1950s, they had the foresight where you could uh, go to the urinal and see the action. Mm. They would have the urinal Amazing. facing the field. That MCG did the same thing. And you've got the slit in the mm. brick wall. Clever. So, oh, that's... That, that's Melbourne ingenuity. Yeah. So there's some stats uh, on the screen. Decent away record. The thing, gents, last year, they challenged Melbourne twice, like really challenged them. Mm. But at about the 60-minute mark of both games, the storm drew away. And it was Cam Smith who was the guy who just stepped Melbourne up a gear in both games. And uh, that's why uh, the storm won. But South are in this. You get the feeling South are in this particular game up to their eyeballs. Yeah. So we this is, it's a, just past eleven o'clock on Wednesday. The and we had on the graphic before Storm slight favourites. That's just gone Pickham. Yes. As we speak. Um, so it's a dollar ninety each, each of two. I expect South to keep firming, and I think they'll go off favourites. The money's running about sixty forty at the moment, and wow. it has all week. Um, hard to really argue, <clears throat> obviously. No Cameron Smith. It's a bit of a new era, if you want to call it that. And the big one for me is no Harry Grant. Dale Finucane, uh also out. And Brenko Lee, who I, I never thought I'd say was an actual out for the Storm, but I think he I think he is. So I haven't, I've come a long way. Um, because it means that George Jennings and Remus Smith are defending on an edge together. And it'll be the left... Uh, south left edge which they put a lot of traffic down so mm. expect them to be in for a long night I still think that Melbourne Storm deserve to be favourites um, having said all that so if it keeps going the way it's going I'll be on Melbourne in this one Wow, Joel this is a game I will not bet on mm. because I I honestly don't know yeah. anything could happen here and, and this is a round one game it's hard not to be impressed with what South did in the charity shield. Even though it's trial, they seem to be coming into this bubbling. Yeah. Um, my best bet will be in this game. And and Wayne Bennett has given Latrell Mitchell the greatest cuddle. I think he'll win the Dalian medal. I think he'll have the man of the match performance in round one. And you spoke about that South Sydney left side. I can easily see him running that angle, slamming the ball, being too big, too strong. He'll score a try. At close to three bucks on sports bet. Wow. I think that is the bet in this game because equally it's very hard to pick a winner. But he's going to be such a provider. Yeah, You're I know You're still that. confident he's going to it's score. It's a massive game and okay. that's what Latrell does. What I'm going to say is controversial, but we are paid to have opinion. Yep. $6 for Melbourne Storm to go back to back, right? Yes. At that pro- Melbourne Storm cannot win the comp. It's a big call. They it's a big call. Well, I, saw you know that, I saw that tweet yesterday okay. on the let me just give me. Let me just say this. <laughs> you can't say they can't well, win I, the I comp. Well, I can say they can't win the comp. They won't win the comp. And 6 bucks is a crazy price. You're losing a future immortal. You're losing one of the brightest talents to come through the game in a while in Tino for Malawi. Yeah, that's a big loss. You're losing one of the all-time top try scorers. He's won it twice, Suliasi Vinavalu. What he did in the grand final was huge. You can replace but, but the big point is this point here. Only one team in the history of the NRL era yeah. has gone back to back and that team had an improved roster the following year. This team does not have an improved roster. Melbourne Storm cannot win the comp. Did you say the Roosters couldn't win the comp the year they went back to back though? Uh, I said if anyone could do it, it was him, and they had an improved roster. Yeah, okay. Angus Crichton joined them. Uh, list went on. They... they they well, I think, the I think they definitely can win the comp, and they're in up to their Did I, uh, eyeballs. I'm oh, sorry, on camera, 
I was on the outside of the nostril, everyone. I wasn't picking. Uh, well, the camera <laughs> caught me. I was itchy. I can't be... Uh, I, I, I can be accused of many things. I no, won't be accused no of being a picker. Have you got one of the nostril shavers? Yes. That's one of the great things that people don't have. Yeah, you, but, you've got to buy it. Yeah, but they come back thicker and itchier. Yeah, but you've got to just start I agree it. with that. Okay, so uh, you, you're riding off Melbourne. What about this particular game? Oh, they can win the minor premiership. They're, they're a wonderful club. They won't win the competition, though. Uh, South Sydney, but, you know, like you, I've got great respect for the Storm. Yeah, I like South with the start, Sean Ormrod. What about you? No, I'll be I'll be on Storm at $1.90, and I th- well, potentially bigger by kickoff. Um, I think we're going to learn a lot about the, the, um, the games that are to come later in the week with the new rules and, and what we see. So keep an eye on how the how the refs are playing that in the first half and you might be able to find some mm. some bets in the in the later games, potentially overs, which I think it's going to lead to high scoring. And this the, the total match points in this one is, is high for such mm. a two gun sides going out. It's forty one and a half at the moment. Wow, not a new rule. So keep an eye on that. Uh, the weather in Melbourne was pretty dicey last week. I don't know what the forecast I th- is. I think it's track good, weather fine, yeah, I believe. Good. Okay, now uh, uh, to quickly run through, run through Melbourne's uh, both teams over under for wins is sixteen and a half. So they got to go seven. To, if you want over, they can only lose seven games. Are you going over or under? Uh, South over. Latrell Mitchell for a price to be their top try scorer at Melbourne Can under. Can you not jump ahead, okay, please? Okay, sorry, I'm trying Melbourne to make this economised time. First. Okay, Melbourne under, South over. Are you happy with that? No. Melbourne. Melbourne. Under. Melbourne under. under. Melbourne. Over. Yeah, over for me too. Melbourne top try scorer. Fox. Okay. Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah, me too at the $5. Mm. At the, I'm looking for value here, mm. not necessarily who think he's, he's going to see a lot more open field this year. Yeah. He's going to suit him to a T. Now, South Sydney, 16 and a half. Overs and Latrell. Over also. Oh, we've got a, a unanimous. I'm on South as well, the over. Ding, ding, ding. Now I noticed Cody Walker was ten bucks for top try scorer. I don't think he'll win it, but I do think ten dollars. Yeah, price. I think he was South's top try scorer a couple of, not last year, Alex Johnston, but maybe a couple of years ago yeah. he scored fourteen mm. or sixteen. So Walker for me, who's for you, Mitchell? Yep. And what about you? Uh, AJ can't go past him. He's short, dollar ninety one, I think he is. But if he stays fit, yeah. then he wins. One for your multis. Yeah. Difficult game to start Friday night football. Newcastle, Canterbury, a clear favourite in the Knights, obviously. It's at McDonald Jones Stadium. Is that what it's still called? Yeah. I can never keep up with the sponsorships. ANZ's no longer the um, Stadium Australia sponsor. Anyway, there's no game there this week, so that's apropos nothing. Uh, $1.52, $2.50. Now, this is a tricky one, Sean. Mm. The start has come down. I- I'm sure this is about seven and a half, eight and a half at the start of the week. Five and a half. In that real nasty zone yeah. where it really makes you think. I reckon it was probably as big as eight and a half maybe a month ago when Ponga was probably still playing. And yes. it's come in since then. But now we've got um, him obviously out, Fitzgibbon um, out as well. Yep. Sticks Lee also out. And that their um, back five is a borderline. Yeah. He's been Stixley for two years. Is he calling him blokes by nicknames? Yeah. You're not their friends, mate. Yeah, yeah. When I pot him, he's Edric Lee. Yeah. When I'm his mate, he's. (laughs) You notice his Remus, mate, he'll. Any Canterbury bad blood, he'll just rip in. (laughs) Remus Smith could be a Shout out to Carrot Holland as well up there. Remus Remus has. You ended his career. (laughs) Remus is Chuck Mundine's nephew. 
Mate, he's going to be a star at the Storm. He's a gun. He he will overtake your man, Branko Lee, at the Melbourne yeah, Storm. Right? Okay. Uh, okay, so Newcastle, yeah, minus five and a half. Now, the incredible head-to-head stat, have you seen this? Dogs have won the last six at Hunter. Yeah. It's a, even last year it was driving rain. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I played think we, in a bathtub last yeah, year. Yeah, 18-12. But there's something about Canterbury which gives Newcastle problems. Mm. Canterbury need low-scoring games. That's been the history. They need low-scoring games to yeah. be competitive. Uh, Kyle Flanagan's the number seven. Jake Avarillo made it as number six. Mm-hmm. Lovely story, Brad Dietz. Um, he'll get a bit of game time because Sione Katoa is not a – Huge minute player. Mm. Uh, fascinating uh, team that Canterbury have presented. What can you see them doing this week? Very keen, the dogs. Really? Yeah, that record you mentioned. Uh, Trent Barrett comes into the team, uh, the coach. Uh, both teams have had the off-field issues. I mm. suppose you can factor that in, so that's a bit of a dot ball. But I just think the record speaks for itself. No pong is massive. You spoke about the back five for the Knights. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty handy start. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly keen on the dogs at the start here. Yeah, so am I. You have to take them on a little bit of trust. And we know they've been really good in defence the last three years, but their attack's been shot. I think we're going to see a lot more points from this year, which I'm very excited about as a as a Doggies fan. Jeez, so I saw them in the trial. I need convincing they're going to be... Yeah, but this is probably a different team that's lining up than what they... Kyle Flanagan at seven that's was okay. rattled that's and, okay. and was lacking in confidence, so that needs to change. That's all right. It's one trial game. Corey Allen, Cotrick, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avrilow at six, great call. It's it's a it's a oh, new, they're, look, they're it's new look team. They're undisputably better yeah. than what they were. Which I sort of, I probably challenged you when you when you said in the season preview that we're going to be much better. I didn't think they'd be much better, but well, they're now only, they're only now coming in with three wins, so it doesn't take much. Yeah, could double that, and they'd still only have six. Well, this six. is the thing, right? So as a player. Your memory, your mindset and belief systems is huge. When you go into a stadium and you know you can beat that team, those colours you've beaten before, they haven't won many games the last two years. So therefore, as a percentage of winning games, Newcastle's right up there, Mm. right? So if they've only won eight or so games the last two years, well, a quarter of those are bloody against Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. All right, I get the sense you're both going for the dogs here. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah, you are. And I, th- I prefer them just off the stick, I think, rather than the Ooh. than the shortish start. The new rules I'm still a bit cautious about. I'm not sure what it does for underdogs, so I think I'll be backing them head I would have been with you at six and a half or seven and a half. Five and a half's a bit thin. I want to see them before I'm convinced. But again, a very tough game. Um, the Newcastle over under is 11 and a half. So they've got to go basically what they did last year, 12 and 12 to get the over. That's a tricky one. That's a tricky mm. one. You've, you've come up with a good number there. Um, as we see uh, some of the Knights' uh, stats on screen, uh, it's been 18 years since they've made the finals in back-to-back years. Do you see them going better than 11 and 13? Mm, nope. Yeah, well, I've, I've got them... Just making the eight, so I've got to, I've got to have them at least having twelve wins. So it's over for me. I got them over, but a very soft mm. over. I had no confidence at all. Top try scorer for the Knights. Yes. You know what, Kalen? Even though he's not starting. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's isn't he out for like six weeks or yeah. a few weeks? Yep. My boy, Stixy. <laughs> mate, you can't be calling blokes by them. <laughs> Bradman best for me at three bucks. Mm. Uh, the Dogs, very high number you've put up, nine and a half wins. So they've got a more than triple their win tally from last year. Mm. So they've got to go 10 and 14. That you, you, You're putting up a number, Sean, which suggests they could challenge for the eight. That's seen, I've got them at un, a hard under. I can't see them winning that many. Yeah, so have I. I don't, I don't think they're going to get uh, anywhere. Well, 
No, they're not going to get anywhere near the eight. So under nine and a half is a bet. I think it's it's probably juicy unders as well. It might be like a dollar seventy five or something. It's a steep increase from last year, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, under. Okay, unanimous, and uh, it pays to get in early <laughs> on the top try scorer market. Well done if you like me and got Jake Avarillo, a running five eight. At $18 to be Dog's top try scorer, I think six tries was enough to win this title last year, and Raymond Faitala Mariner was one of them. Nick Meany might have pipped him at the end, though, with seven. So, But there you go. It doesn't take much mm. at the Dogs, and Jake Avarillo loves running at the line. That's good enough for me. Yeah, uh, DWZ for me. It's a, it's a much more settled back line. I don't think there's going to be much chopping and changing um, for the the one to five anyway. Yes. Um, yes. And he belongs on a wing, so yes. he'll be there all year. I think he's what price is he? Three bucks or three fifty? I think, Dallin. Okay, I'll take your trust on that. Yeah, Corey Allen gave AJ a few tries last year. He can give Meany the same amount, so not same amount, but he'll give him some. So Meany. Okay, all right. Uh, we go to the Friday night game, Brisbane versus Parramatta. This was the game that opened up the post-COVID era, and what a spectacular game that was. Even though Parramatta ran away with it, and look at those odds. Jeez, can you? Ma- would you ever thought you'd open a season with the Broncos at home at three dollars forty-five? And that, uh, Sean, am I right? Those odds are blowing out. I've got a feeling that was about three twenty a couple it, of days it ago. It was three twenty-five, yeah, the other day. So the line is eight and a half, the big line. Mm. But you just know at Suncorp there should be points, especially hot weather. Uh, Brisbane poorest defence last year. Parramatta, when they get going, can put some points on. How are you feeling about this game? And Brady Croft at seven for Brisbane. Kevy first up, eight and a half. Happy with that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. How am I feeling? I'm feeling nervous because I'm leaning towards the Broncos more and more as we get closer to kickoff. And it's, it, I couldn't come up with a, a number that was too far away from the eight and a half on offer. But I, I really like them head to head first up. They're going to have a shocking year. Um, probably going to win the spoon. And they're without Payne Harsons and Tony Staggs, probably their two best players. So it's, it, it is really hard to make an argument for them. But purely round one, Suncorp. Um, I don't love Para. And they're, they're, um, Jeez, you've all written off Para, haven't you? All, no, everyone's not. written off Para as they've. It's like the Peloton is the top five, and Parramatta's just dropped off the back, mm. and they're the clear six team, and then you got the rest. I think that's fair, though, isn't it? Would you want to be the Raiders? But that's because. Okay, yes, yes. But that's because their finals form is abysmal. But in the regular season, mm. they are a very good team, or certainly have been. Mm. It's got breakout year for two players in particular, which was sort of a breakout for one of them, Reed Marnie, last year. Yes. So he's going to have a bumper year. But Dylan Brown, this is his year. Third year up in the big – this is his time. So yeah. we're just about to get to that. They're, they're now swapping sides. Have you, yeah. heard, have you heard this? I don't, I, and I don't really know what to make of that. Now, will that take some time to, to get humming? Maybe. I think it's probably only an upside for the Broncos. I just think Kevy's going to have him up for this game, round one, at home. He won't be able to manage a lot of wins throughout the year. But I think in terms of revving them up and getting them um, fired up for 80 minutes, I think they're a decent bet head-to-head. Only I couldn't trust them at the line because they could easily get flogged. Mm. But – um, 3.45, potentially going to get bigger the way it's going. All the money's for Para um, after last year. So I, I could see Brisbane being really competitive for 55 minutes and then just falling away and letting in three late tries and all of a sudden the start's blown out. So Para for me, Brisbane for you, Sean. Mm-hmm. And Brisbane, Brisbane for, for me, yeah. Okay. Um, you wanted to make a point before I move on? Well, I was just going to say a little tidbit. Uh, Blake Ferguson last year had that massive drought. 
Yeah. He actually scored the first try of the year. Oh, got overturned? It got yeah. overturned. Yeah. He scored the first try of the year, got overturned. <laughs> then he was just had the massive drought. Uh, yeah, so look, it's a very tricky game. Uh, Brisbane, seven and a half is the over-under. Seven and a half wins. They only had three last year. And, of course, we played four less games. But, again, like Canterbury, vast improvement needed to cover that line. I think they hit the crossbar with seven. Just under. <sighs> no, easy under for me, I think. Mm. Mm. So the problem is, and we'll get to this with the Dragons and Tigers, it doesn't take much to get over. Mm. But I've got them under as well. But not, not with great confidence. Top try scorer, please. Xavier Coates. Okay. Can I, can I have no bet here? Well, you can do what you like. Yeah, no bet. I got Tessie knew it only because he's seven dollars and looks like he's going to get a fair bit of first grade. Dead, dead heat, and this one's a huge runner. You for can top try scorer because of the low number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can multi up top team try scorers. Oh, I know. Right? So oh, Xavier oh, Coates oh, is my banker. Don't I know it? <laughs> yes. Now you know what I did. I took three. And and have what do you call it? Is a duets when you've got the three, but you have double doubles, well, like yeah. a parlay sort of thing. It's sort of like that, but I only need two to yeah. get mm. a nice little collect there. Um, but what was uh, Xavier Coates? Xavier He's my Coates. banker. Well, he's good odds, two twenty-five, I think. Yeah. Which, which in, a, in, a, in an all-up is uh, it's a gift. Yes, and he's probably the only bloke in that back line that's settled down that. Right yep. wing, isn't he? That's yep. his spot. For I the would year. think that's a deserved price. So, that's a very deserved yeah, price. Don't mind it, Shook. Big body, can jump. Parramatta, 14 and a half. I'm off them this year, so under. It's a good, that's a cracking line. How many wins last year, Dan? Have you got that there? That's a very good question. I should have been prepared for that. Well, they uh, finished third. I think maybe I reckon, I reckon they were 14 and six. I'll say over. Yeah, I've got them over too. Yeah. 15, nine. Yep. Um, maybe 16, eight. Uh, we now move on to the Saturday games, and we start with Warriors versus Gold Coast. Warriors have an extraordinary record over the Titans. Uh, this is the new era for the Titans. I haven't seen the Building Titan show. Everyone's raving about it. Yeah, I only saw the start of it, but it's getting some huge raps on Twitter, so okay, watch that tonight. Good. That's good. Well, Justin Holbrook, you wrapped him right yeah. at the start, and it seems to be... Um, Everything is advertised. I can't believe the odds for this, Sean. $2.20, the Warriors. They're not a bad team. It's at Gosford, obviously, so it's a neutral venue. Well, it's their home, but, I mean, they don't have to travel at least. But three and a half start. Are we overrating Gold Coast a little? I think I think we're buying into the hype. Mm. I'm not sure they should be $1.65. On the road. On the road. With a pretty – with an okay back line. Obviously, their forward pack's the – you know the star attraction, but um, I'm I've got the Warriors starting. I, I would be taking them off the sticky. Me too. Yep. One of the lessons I've learned in this game is that from trial form, etc., and this is a good lesson for life. Things are never as good as you think they are, and they're never as bad as you think they are. Right. So if you could name two or three teams who people are over-indexing on how good they're going to go, mm. Rabbitohs might be that team. Titans might be that team. There's probably another two out there. And there's other teams at the other end where people are probably over-slamming Agree. them. Agree. Dragons. You know, I don't think there's Dragons, Manly, Sharks. Yeah. I don't think things... So things often are far more middling, right? I think the Titans are over-spruiked. They're a good team and I love the coach. Warriors. Ben Murdoch, Masilla. Um, Adam Fanua, Blake. Huge signings. Aiken in the back... Uh, I, lo- I love the Warriors. This is a great bet at Central Coast Stadium. Central Coast. Daytime footy. Yep. Mm. Look at 
that stat over the Titans, 16 to their last 19. Yeah. And, and a lot of many of those wins are skilled up at, uh, well, Seabus or whatever it's called now. I fear, Sean, uh, the expectation on Ash Taylor, it hasn't worked for him in the past. And it's it's all well and good for Jamal Fogarty to look very good in a in sort of middle of the road. Well, there's expectation on him now. Now yeah. he may step up to that challenge. He's isn't he co-captain this year? Mm-hmm. Well, he's clearly got a maturity about him. But now it's a different it's a different world for these guys. They lose Jai Harrow. That that's not really been mentioned either. He, no. He's a big big player to lose. Mm-hmm. This one's a, a funny one because I don't think I can get the Titans any. Um, better than what I've got them rated and I don't think I can get the Warriors any worse mm. than what I've got them rated and I've I've only got the Titans very very slight favourites in this one so I think there can only be upside in the Warriors and this game suits them to an absolute tee like Central Coast um, Saturday afternoon yeah it's going to be it's going to be party time for the Warriors and I think $2.20 is a great bet but have you seen the forward pack of the Titans I mean we know what we'll get. it is awesome but yeah, so it's the Warriors it's a, yeah very good no, but when you look at when you actually see the team's name, what well, Fafita Tino? You got Fafita Tino. Mo Fodawaka. Proctor ended the season well. Yeah. Jared Wallace ended the season well. Needs a big year. Um, Mo Fodawaka, who is a gun. Now the number nine, Mitch Rain. You imagine if you put C Smith. Yeah. It now is a contender for best forward pack in the comp mm. if um, if he joins. But how how many out of the one to seven for the Titans? Would make a top flight side. Oh, elsewhere. and that's a very good point. Although Philip, oh Philip Sami, by the way, everyone, we've been Vossi actually said Sami, Philip Sami. So there you go. There's a bit of okay. yes, the family. Yep. We we should just have like an address. We should put it up on Fox League for family members. Please tell us how your boy or your no, nephew, not family members, the person himself. Yes, I've said that to the NRL. You should have to every player on debut, even if your surname's Smith. <laughs> Cameron Smith, Philip Sami. And then there's no debate. I agree. It's not hard. It's not hard for a media manager. Some of them don't do very much. Yeah. Just to get the iPhone recorder and uh, see someone's ringing me in now just to tell me exactly the same thing. You stuffed my name up for two and a half years. I know. I didn't see the R. (laughs) You know when you just... You know what? And no one does. I'm a rod. I'm a rod. I'm a rod. Well, it's like a... um, I don't think it's that hard, is it? But you know, we'd have no peripheral vision, men. It's got, we look at a fridge, we have to look at... A, a woman opens the fridge, she sees the whole lot. We yeah. have no peripheral vision. There was something about that R, or Marot, I never saw. <laughs> right, Saturday afternoon at the cricket ground. Sydney Roosters versus... Oh, hang on, I'm going to do Oosters. the over-unders. <laughs> hey? Sydney Roosters. Sydney Roosters. <laughs> better than Sydney Rooters. Yeah. Um, New Zealand Warriors, nine and a half wins over-under. Over. Okay. Um yeah, over for me as well. Yeah, over for me. I can see 10, 11 wins and top try scorer. I couldn't get fancy with this. I just went with Mama, Mama Law at 237. And, and can be the top try scorer for the whole comp. Yeah. Like him. Yep, Kenny as well. Uh, okay, and Gold Coast, 12 and a half wins. See, I've got him under. Me too. Just, mm. but under. Yeah, it, it looks like bang on 12. It's a, a great f- number. We've got a few um, unanimous ones here. Top try scorer. This is one of the three I've really This could unanimous as well, I reckon. AJ. Alexander J. Brimson. Yes. $4.30. I've got him for mm-hmm. yeah. 101 for NRL top yeah, try it, scorer. It, it, it's unlikely, but it's a great price. Uh, now, just to for Jav, because uh, I've done this often where I've just brushed past games. Warriors for me, plus three and a half. Yes, Warriors plus three. And yep, same. Okay. 
Saturday night, the Sydney Oosters against the Manly Eagles. Um, nine and a half is the start here. This is the biggest start, equal biggest start of the weekend. Dollar thirty-three, three twenty-five at the line. Um, Manly presenting a fascinating team. Dylan Walker in the number one jersey. He's been fullback twice in his career. The last time in twenty sixteen. Um, Manly, well, you all know by now, were dead set awful against the Tigers in that trial match. A lot of their guns weren't there. So we can probably dismiss most of that form. But I did think, Joel, that the defence of Manly was so concerning and I'm not sure whether Cherry Evans improves that, improves that a little um, because they attack the young halfback. But also, um, well, Jake Jaboyevich is back, but he defends the middle. Um, and the other the other players, they don't necessarily defend the parts where Manly were so vulnerable. That bottom stat's huge, isn't it? Oh, it's 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 undeniable. So for those listening on the audio, 15 of the last 19 without Turbo, they've lost. Mm. I've honestly got no idea in this, Dan, but uh, I know our man here is very keen on the Roosters at the minus, yeah, so I'm going to follow him. Yeah, I am. And, like, Roosters are still without Radley and Verrills. Cordner is out as well, but I haven't got him as being probably worth what he has in the past. Angus Cryant slots in that left side, and he was very, very good last year. You just look at this Manly team, you take Cherry out of it, it's, it's, well, it's reserve grade. Like four and at six, Croker at nine, Dylan Walker's playing fullback, Jack Gashevsky, if that's how you say his name, he's, he's starting. It's just not a very good team at all. Mm. And at the SCG, if it's dry, there is some chance of rain around Sydney mm. next couple of days. So we'll watch that. If it's dry, I think there's way too many points in this versus team. Look at that back line. They are stacked. I can't see how Manly score enough points to get anywhere near them. Here's a weird stat. I don't know what this means. Manly have lost their last seven opening round games. Wow. But the Roosters have lost their last three because we know Trent Robinson likes to ease the team mm. in. Now, there's World Club Challenge to think about as well. So it was mucked. Don't have that problem this year, obviously. Um I can see them getting off to an absolute flaw. I hate underestimating Manly because Des is already playing the us against the world card and that works often for him. They went out in straight sets too, didn't they, Roosters? That's, they've got a lot to prove. Yeah. I can see them making a big statement. Yep, me too. Okay, so we're, uh, we're all on Roosters 9.5 minus. The over-under, very high for the Roosters, 16.5. So they're basically, Sportsbet thinks they'll be pretty much what they always are. Yeah, I don't think it's that high, really, given this is a Roosters team. There's 25 games. Mm. 24, 24. 24 games. Yes. Nah, 17 for 24, not a problem for them. No, I think so, too. You, Sean? Over for me. And top try scorer, I forgot to put one in here, but I will take Brett Morris. It's a boring bet, but yep. I'll take him. Yeah, boring bet. Uh, give me Teddy, $3.40. Okay. Yeah, good bet. Uh, we move on to Manly. Over, under, this is very high, 11 and a half. 11 and a half. So that you've basically set a line, Sean. You're basically asking, will I make the eight, the eight with, that, yep. with that over, under? And I've got him way under. Yeah, me too. Yep, same. Uh, and top try scorer? Uh, Ruben Garrick for me. He scored 16 tries two years ago, but scored bugger all last year. So it'll be interesting if, if he mm. sees much of it. Jason Saab for me, Joel. At yeah, I'll go Saab. Right, let's go to the last game of Super Saturday. 7.30 Eastern, Saturday night. It is Penrith versus the Cowboys. Uh, odds there that uh, certainly you would expect Penrith. Very warm favourites indeed. 
Yeah, I like the Cowboys here, Dan. Uh, many, many rep players across the park. Peyton gets there. And North Queensland on the line, giving up nine and a half. Nine and a half. There's something about the Cowboys. Um, you love Todd Payton, Joel. I suspect you're going to go for the Cowboys here. You suspect very well, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to go the Cowboys. Here's a little warning shot. Now, I've, you've made me do some homework this week. Have I? I asked you about the runner-up curse, and what did you say to that? Well, um, for a period, it, the runner-up was awful the mm. year after, but you know, I think they've made the finals now seven of the last yes. eight years. So, so the runner-up now, it's not a curse. Ah, uh, there's an outlier. So the last 12 years... Three times the Melbourne Storm have been runner-up yes. and three times they've come back the next year to get the minor premiership. Yes. So they are great with resilience and those sorts of things. So let's look at the other nine. Let's take the Melbourne Storm out of it. Eight of the nine have missed the top four. Missed the top four, yes. Yes, and four of the nine have missed the top eight. Oh, okay. So of those nine teams, they average running eighth. So if you take the storm out of it... Jeez, you've sliced and diced that no, to get the result you wanted. Yes. You I can't have. just take the storm out. I'm sorry. But that you can because them and the Roosters are different okay. kettles of fish. All right, okay. And uh, look, look, Penrith have got to beat one team this year. They've got to beat the Penrith 2020 side. That's, that's their only thing they've got to worry about and they'll be fine. Young kids have success. Young people in Hollywood have success. It goes pear-shaped. I'm a bit dubious. Todd Payton, plenty of rep players in that team. Cowboys, nine and a half. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm leaning the, the way of uh, Penrith here. Full strength in round one. And this Cowboys team, I think it's going to take at least a month or maybe two or um, six weeks to really get settled for Todd Payton. I don't think he knows really what this best 13 looks like. Drink water at fullback, Val on a wing. He's got the hammer playing centre, yeah, which, which that, is a bit strange. He's the fastest a, bloke in the comp. And can he, he on the outside. defend adequately? And that, that's a big question. And Jake Clifford wins the halfback spot, who's not going to be there next year. Granville somehow gets a bench spot. Um, and they've also got Cotter on the bench as well. Oh, so I, think we're, yeah, we're gonna, I know we're going to see some changes here. But Three hookers named in the 17. That won't happen. Unless no, Todd's no. onto something brand new. No, I don't think it will happen. But I can only back Penrith... At home. Can I get points. Sean, you have influence. Can I get you to move nah. to ten and a half? No. Nah. Can we get to ten? Because <laughs> I want to take Penrith, but the, I uh, oh, sorry. Cowboys. I want to take Cowboys, but the, nine think, and a half. No, nah, the punters might do that for you. Well, Penrith might right. get backed and yeah. Uh, I'm with you. If you're hosting a party full of young people, half, right? Yeah. The party's probably safe if you've got a few older heads there. Tamo Mansour. They've left the party. This is what my concern is. I've got a question about Tamalolo on the other side. Well, do you think he'll be as effective? He's playing fewer minutes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So don't basically don't have him in the super coach team, but he may be more productive yeah. from a wins and losses. And you're hearing great things about Tom Gilbert. You're hearing great things about Mitch Dunn and these youngsters. I'm he- yeah, I'm hearing. Top eight Cowboys. I don't think Tom Gilbert's in the team this Am I thinking? I, th- I don't think no, he's don't in think the team, is, no. which I'm, I found surprising. Yeah. But Mitch Dunn. Um, is uh, there's a lot of potential there. But anyway, uh, let's go to – so just to put a bow on that, North Queensland for me, North yep. Queensland for you, and you like Penrith. Sean, yep. Yep. the over-under for Penrith, 17.5. That's the highest. Remember last year they won 18 and it was a 20-game season. I've got them at under, but not by much. Because I can just see – you know what I can see, Joel? I can see them getting a little bored mid-season, mm. a lot of origin players – 
I think they're going to cruise into the top four. But just having a bit of a stumble, you know, a bit of a you – know, very hard to be up for six months. Just under. I still respect them as a good team. Just under for me. Yeah, couldn't possibly back over. 18 yeah. wins is a lot. And I expect them to probably to not get the rub of the green as they did last year. Come back to the field a little bit. Still a great team. But a few injuries can probably throw them into disarray. Not a huge amount of depth yeah. under for me. You need proven consistency of Melbourne and Roosters yeah. to get back to your point to, to take an over on a bet like that. Top try scorer? Uh, Crichton for me. Yeah, three, yeah absolutely. Brian To'o. To'o. 360. To'o. Geez, Charlie Staines is short enough. For a bloke who's played two first grade games, he's, the punders have just tumbled into him. Yeah, I'm Crichton. Yeah, all right. So, and North Queensland, uh, tricky one. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Easy one. Oh, mate. They'll, come the last game of the year, they'll be in the mix to make the finals, which means they would have had three 10 or 11 wins. To West Tigers, Todd Payton, and the Warrington Wolves. Yes. <laughs> Over. Okay. Under for me, then. Oh, it's a stay away. I think they're nine or 10. I'll, I'll go under just because. Uh, yeah, I'll go under. Uh, and top try scorer, uh, you and I are going to be the same here, but you can say. Well, you, you don't often come across a player this quick, yet you have to back the hammer. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were going to say Val Holmes. No, Hamiso. On the wing. Val I, Holmes is on the wing. Yeah, for, not first, for the first game. Okay. Mm. For the first game. Yeah, fair enough. And that, I'm purely picking Cole Felt for that reason. I think the other person you know field is going is to shift around that's probably all smart. year. I think Very Felt, smart. that's his wing. Obviously, well, he scored a lot in a pretty... Should have won it last year. Terrible yeah. team. Mm. He was uh, second for the it's NRL. Bad beat. Bad Great beat rationale. Oh, now can I introduce this? Now, we're supposed to have, and I'll, I'll go to Officeworks, I'll buy the the equipment, a wall of fame and a wall of shame. Yes. Now, I'm introducing this. No one disputed this on the WhatsApp group. We've got five minutes left. No one disputed this on the WhatsApp group. So I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and plow with this. Bad beat, screen cap it, send it in. And also, if you've had a great bet, the, the, the amount of money doesn't matter. $1, $1,000 doesn't matter. It's if you've scored a big multi or something and you're proud of it and you want it on the wall of fame, send it in. No guarantee. It has to be unanimously mm-hmm. voted upon by the Hall of Fame committee, <laughs> same as the wall of shame. But we start that this week. Yeah, you I'm reminded a- me. Thank you. Um, now, we move on. Canberra, West Tigers. We've only got five minutes here, gents, so we uh, better rip through this. Dollar twenty nine, Canberra three fifty. The Tigers. I shake my head because well, I don't know. This is uh, I, I, I've I've been sucked into trial form, and the Tigers were so impressive. But it is down there in the capital. Nine and a half is that tricky line. Uh, it's Sunday Arvo, Sean Ormerod. I'm going to let Joel Tigers. I just <laughs> nine and a half. <laughs> It's a useless tip. Yes. No, it's not a useless tip. I'm happily to back against them. You might them, but, be right. But, but mate, you, this is the third year. Third year with Madge, with my man Andrew Gray, where they look super fit once again. And they do start the season well. And also to Scotty Woodward and Adam Hardigan in recruitment. It's their team now. And mm. they. it's too big a start. Um, don't love it. I think this is probably bang on uh, what the betting should be. So I'll be staying out this one. Probably the only game for the week. Um as I say all year, I'm not going to bet in round one, but I do. Uh, but I'll lean towards Tigers. I think there's more upside um, in them throughout the whole year as well. I'm sort of on them 
uh, for the year. Canberra's got a couple of outs. No Jared Croker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the suspensions, Horsburgh, had a weird night. Corey's, yeah. Yep. So, and no Bateman from last year. No Bateman. I, I still think they're a very good team, but I'll, I'll take the Tigers based on what I saw. They, they are rock hard. Mm. So I think we're going to see the best of the Tigers at Early. the start of the season. Yes. So I'll take the Tigers, with the, even though I think Canberra will win. Um, and uh, Canberra, very good record against the Tigers. But um, And look at that. Ricky Stewart has won his last six versus Michael Maguire. I never know what to look into that, those coaches. Remember, uh, Tim Sheens had lost 18 in a row against Johnny Lang. It's just one of those quirks. Uh, over, under for Canberra, 15 and a half wins. Under. Uh, over for me. Yeah, over for me too. The Raider haters even getting involved. <laughs> Top try scorer. I'm very uh, warm. Bailey Simonson. Oh, okay. Rapana. The Dalian winner, Jack Whiten, wow. $8.50. Wow. I just like the odds. Yep. Um, West Tigers, this is a disgraceful number you've put up, Sean. Seven and a half mm. wins. They're better than that. that is a bit, it's a bit insulting, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm over that as well. Yeah, over, well, don't have to ask uh, Joel. That's unanimous. <laughs> and top try scorer? The Jet. Ooh, jeez, yep. he looks sharp. The too. jet, the jet. I'll take Dane Laurie that he's at fullback and four dollars thirty. Don't mind that either. I'm going outside the jet, Nofaluma. Okay, I tell you what, I would love it if the Tigers had Adam Dewey at six this week and mm. not Moses Embo. Mm. He looked good in the short sniff he had in the six. He's got the rookie on the on the bench, which wouldn't surprise me if he actually yeah. come in. They play Moses as a roving. I could see that easily too. Bench player, Jock okay. Madden, great yeah. Scottish yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last game of the weekend, St. George Illawarra versus Cronulla. The derby at Cogra. The two co-tenants. Cronulla will play more games at Cogra this year uh, than the Dragons. Uh, 220 to 165. That feels about right, those odds. Uh, Cronulla giving up three and a half on the line. Gee, the losing team is under the pump here immediately. If you lo- Both teams are expecting mm. to win this game. If you lo- I'm going to go the Sharks, Dan, minus three and a half. Oof. I... It, it, Feels a very stay out game for me, and we'll just sit back and and learn learn a bit, hopefully. But no, Sean Johnson, I can't take a, a pretty bad team at odds on. So purely yeah, for that, they're better than you. They're, they're better than what all of you are saying. When they're they're a bit like Manly, they're a creme brulee team. They're I think their top seventeen is pretty good, and yep. then you crack through the surface, and you might have a look at their forward pack. But it was there's no Fafita. Like he's he's available, yeah, and not in their best seventeen. I Hang on, rock. who are you saying is creme brulee? Which team? The Sharks. Can't work out the, you, but yeah. you look at their best 17, yeah. it's still a pretty good team. Now, when Moylan inevitably gets hurt, okay, that's it. I will ride with Matt Moylan this year. Mm. He was so good in that trial that while ever he's there, I think they're a better team than you're all thinking. I'll take the Sharks. Oof. Me, Sharks too. Nah, Dragons for me. Right Over-unders. St. George of Lawara, six and a half wins. Under. God. Yeah, I'm tipping them in this one, but under as well. See, I don't think they're very good, but it doesn't take much to get to seven mm-hmm. over on principle. Six to seven's a big jump, though. Yeah, it? top try scorer. My man, Cody Ramsey. Yeah, He'll be a cult one, hero by the end of this. He's a cult hero now. Yeah. He's the same price as uh, your man. Ravalawa. Well, I can't have that. So, yeah. Cody for me as well. Yeah. No, I'm off the Ravalawa train. <laughs> Zachary Lomax. Right. Matt Dufty involved in 44% of the Dragons' tries last year, either try assists or tries. Wow. Um, and the Cronulla Sharks, nine and a half. Nine and, this is a team that always seems to be at the bottom part of the top eight. 
Nine and a half. Not just under. Yeah, over for me. Under for me. Top try scorer? You can only... It's a flip of the coin. Katoa or Militalo? Mm. I'll go Militalo. Same. No, Katoa for me. But you're right. Uh, that's just about it. I, well, I think we need to top it off with the best bets. The Bet. absolute best bets. <laughs> Let's yes. roll Good save. Good save. Latrell Mitchell, anytime try scorer. $2.88. Good hosting. Mm. Sean Ormerod. Roosters, minus nine and a half. I think there's only upside uh, in that bet. I've gone for a little multi here. So, Siona Katoa, uh, that's Moylan's side of the field. And Daniel Tupo, Manly were horrific on their right side in the trial. You don't get... Oh, I think 295 is actually not bad value for two wingers there. Uh, now. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, folks. <laughs> Have a great weekend. We'll take your money anyway.